a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. We made it. It's Friday. Happy Friday here. Welcome to episode number 287 of Live Mike. I am your host, Lee Lonsberry. And if I sound older to you, there's a reason for that. Wink, wink, nod, nod. That's okay. It's okay, Maria. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, do, do I look taller? Uh, do, do I sound taller? Okay. You grew an inch for uh, sure. Very good. There well, you thank go. you very much. Uh, t- tomorrow I'm treating myself. I'm going skiing. Can't wait for that. Uh, today, though, we still have a job to do. We've got things to talk about. We have topics to cover, and we're starting with the Equality Act. If you were paying attention to things yesterday, there was a vote in the House of Representatives all the way back in Washington, D.C., on this bill, which is introduced into Congress uh, quite regularly uh, and uh, has yet to become law. And we'll find out uh, some of the pushback against uh, the Equality Act uh, designed to reduce uh, uh, discrimination uh, against LGBTQ uh, community members. It would add sexual orientation and gender identity to a list of uh, protected classes within a portion of civil rights law on the books uh, right now. But there are those uh, who take great issue with this, those who look at this as, um, well, yes, an effort. Everyone recognizes that the effort here is a good and noble one, that protecting uh, the, the rights of all Americans against discrimination is a good thing is a good thing. Much of the uh, Republican pushback against this piece of legislation, though, does come down to religious liberty, as it would, uh, in some cases, compel uh, religious organizations to uh, make decisions and make hires and do things that may be contrary to the the doctrine of those faith groups. Uh, Utah Representative Freshman Congressman Burgess Owens uh, yesterday spoke out against this Equality Act from the House floor, and in so doing, made uh, reference uh, not only to his own personal faith, but also to uh, to others as well as institutions of higher learning, including Brigham Young University. Uh, here, chopped up into two clips, is what uh, Representative Owens had to say. Every religion and faith in America has had its own set of beliefs. Some of these, including Christian, Jewish, Muslim religions, are thousands of years old and answer to a much higher power. My personal faith as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints teaches me that every individual is a child of God and deserves to be treated with love and respect. My religion also teaches that marriage is sacred and eternal in nature. The marriage ceremonies conducted in the sacred places of my faith are conducted in temples that must not be deemed places of public accommodations. Representative Owens continued by asking the question of whether the Equality Act works for all those places of worship and church-owned facilities. Can an Orthodox Jewish synagogue decline to permit an interfaith couple to have a wedding ceremony in the, in the, in the synagogue? Could traditional mosques conduct gender-separated classes for youth, and, uh, youth programs? Could a Catholic church homeless shelter have separate housing for men and women? 
Could BYU or other church-owned universities continue hiring those individuals who, who follow its standards? For the most part, this bill yesterday was passed in the House uh, along party lines. There were a few Republicans that did join the side of the Democrats in voting for the legislation, but uh, all of Utah's members voted against. And as you just heard from uh, Representative Owens, uh, feelings pretty strong on that matter. To learn more about this. I'd invite you to make your way to Deseret.com. Right now, there is a piece titled, The House Has Passed the Equality Act, But Religious Freedom Concerns Remain. The author of this piece, Kelsey Dallas, joins us now. Kelsey, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Give us the nuts and bolts of this. Where do things stand right now, and what is what does the future look like for the Equality Act? Well, as you said, it passed the House yesterday. That was expected to happen. And what we're waiting to see now is whether the Senate is going to take it up and how deeply they'll work on adjusting it in order to earn some Republican support. As you noted, uh, it's unpopular with Republicans for the most part, and many are calling for changes in order to ensure more protections for religious groups. And so it's expected that if uh, Democrats really want this to pass the Senate, they'll have to make some adjustments to the bill to ensure that people of faith can continue to live according to their beliefs on marriage and sexuality. We, we touched on it. We heard uh, Representative Owens touch on it. But uh, but walk us through what some of the fears by Republicans are, some of the fears that are held by Republicans about uh, the intrusion into religious liberties that uh, could potentially come about as a result of uh, this becoming law. So as you noted, the Equality Act updates uh, federal civil rights law, which does include some religious exemptions. But the problem with those is that they're just a little too broad. So they'll say religious groups are exempt from this or protected from this, but they won't specify exactly what that means. The example I've heard is that you might think BYU can hire someone um, based on being a member of the faith, but it doesn't say that like sort of what the definition of a member is. So if someone self-defines as a Latter-day Saint, does that mean they count, even if they live uh, in a way that breaks some of the tenets of the church, for example? And then the other important note about the Equality Act is that it limits how an important federal law called the Religious Freedom Restoration Act would apply. Faith groups would no longer be able to use that law in order to defend themselves against lawsuits or bring lawsuits against those laws um, protecting LGBT rights. And so it just leaves them with a fewer legal options to defend themselves moving forward. Are there other alternatives? I know Congressman Stewart in the past has uh, introduced his Fairness for All Act. In fact, we'll be speaking with the congressman who intends to, to introduce the same legislation this year. Uh, how's the reaction to the alternatives? And what, and, and what sets the alternatives apart, specifically Fairness for All? Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. Representative Stewart's bill, the Fairness for All Act, um, was inspired by Utah's policy that uh, outlawed discrimination in the areas of housing and employment. And and it, it really worked hard to balance new protections for the LGBT community with additional protections for people of faith to ensure that they weren't bearing some new um, brunt, some new types of discrimination because of this change in the law. And so his legislation attempts to look at all these areas where potential conflict would occur between gay rights and religious rights and sort out what should happen. And uh, it was introduced in 2019. It really didn't go anywhere. Neither party was looking to pick it up and sort of move on it. But now that there's more momentum behind the Equality Act, we have President Biden, a Democrat in the White House who supports it. I think there's more interest in the Fairness for All Act from 
moderate Democrats and from Republicans to say, even if we can't pass Stewart's bill, can we adjust the Equality Act so that it addresses some religious freedom concerns, maybe using language in the Fairness for All Act? So I know that's a mouthful, but I hope that makes sense. Basically, it's saying... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say 100% what you're saying makes uh, makes perfect sense. Go ahead with that summary. Yes, um, just that... I think the Fairness for All Act offers a potential path forward where um, both sides would make some sacrifices and uh, adjust their expectations in order to sort of create a more peaceful future. And it's really just, is everyone willing to come to the table or will it just be some um, moderates sitting there sort of waiting for other people to join them to work on this bill? Uh, there are some uh, faith groups that have, have historically stayed out of certain areas of politics and gotten uh, involved in voicing their support for the Fairness for All Act. Again, the Chris Stewart uh, legislation, which was introduced last Congress, uh, ultimately mm-hmm. uh, didn't go anywhere. Uh, but the, the, the likelihood is, and my understanding is that he intends to reintroduce uh, this year. Uh, w- w- what was support like outside of Congress for Fairness for All? Yes, it was actually a really fascinating process where religious groups, including the Seventh-day Adventist Church, the National Association of Evangelicals, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, sort of came together and said, what should this type of legislation look like? Um, We want to support the LGBT community, but we're also worried about facing new pressure based on our beliefs about marriage. And so they really sat down, brought in some legal experts, brought in some um, people with congressional experience and said, how do we shape a bill that everyone can get excited about and live with moving forward? And so um, they had a lot of input. The church as um, these churches had a lot of input. And I think they continue um, to hope that it'll get a serious hearing in Congress. Sure. Uh, Kelsey Dallas, thank you so much with the Deseret News sharing her insight after her uh, article, The House Has Passed the Equality Act, but Religious Freedom Concerns Remain. Kelsey, thank you so much for your insight and the information you've delivered here today. Thank you for having me. 100%. Uh, We're going to take a break right now. When we return, as I said, we'll be joined by Utah Congressman Chris Stewart, who in the last Congress introduced the Fairness for All Act. Uh, it's my understanding it's coming back, and we'll get the details on that, how it differs from the Equality Act, and who is standing behind him next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back. 12:50 is the time here at KSL News Radio. Uh, joined now by Utah Congressman Chris Stewart, uh, calling in the day after a vote was cast in Washington D.C. on the floor of the House of Representatives on this Equality Act. It did pass the House, did so almost along party lines. There were a few Republicans uh, that joined with Democrats to vote for it. Uh, but uh, but Congressman Chris Stewart voted against. And uh, I want to start our conversation there. We'll move into uh, uh, other efforts on his part. In fact, uh, uh, officially an effort just announced moments ago. Uh, I see the alert on my phone and uh, a new piece of legislation has been introduced by Congressman Stewart. Uh, but first off, let me welcome you to the program. Congressman, how are you? I'm well, Lee. Thank you. Uh, good talk to you. Yeah, likewise. Uh, t- talk to me about the vote yesterday, the Equality Act. Why couldn't you support yeah. it? Well, because it doesn't treat people of different faiths or different backgrounds or different priorities equal. Uh, l- look, I want to, and frankly, Utah has done such a great job in in leading the way on how to protect LGBTQ community to make people feel like, look, you, you should never have to worry about whether you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose your apartment, you're not going to be able to find housing. 
anything in, the, in a public accommodation, even down to the point of, you know, can I serve on a jury? We shouldn't discriminate against someone because of that. But at the same time, Lee, we shouldn't have those who are of religious faith, those who have sincerely held religious beliefs, whatever they might be, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, whatever it might be, they shouldn't be held hostage to the idea that their faith or their values are less than others. And that's what the Equality Act does. It, it, makes, uh, it makes those who have religious uh, beliefs and religious concerns, and it puts them in a second place to every other concern. And the final thing I'll say is that there's room we can do both. We know we can do both. The Fairness for All bill that we have, uh, that we have been working on for, uh, as, you, as you know, because we've talked about it for nearly four years now, sure. it really does do both. It is a better alternative. And it's patterned after, uh, in large part, the way things are here in the state of Utah, correct? Yeah, exactly. After the Utah Compact, which has been a resounding success, and I'd love to talk to people about that. I mean, it's nearly it's nearly eliminated entirely the threat of litigation, to where uh, one side or the other is suing over you know them being. Uh, classified in some way as a second-class citizen and their values and their beliefs not being honored. Uh, Utah is, is ranked uh, equal with Vermont as the, as the number one place in the country where you can go and feel included among the LGBT community, which is good for our nation. It's good, frankly, for those, of, uh, those from our faith, from my faith, and, and to you know, signal to people that, look, we, we don't care about you know that we we just want to value each other and show respect to each other as as a person but at the same time it does protect religious liberty you're not going to have schools that are going to be threatened to close you're not going to have examples like little sisters of the poor this catholic charity that was forced to uh support uh, a form of birth control that they just sincerely held uh you know was offensive to their values and their religious beliefs and utah once again led the way on that it's been remarkably successful. We think we can do the same thing nationally, and that's why, again, this Fairness for All bill is so important. I want to get into some of the details, and I want to look at some of the organizations and individuals supporting you in this. Let me ask you, though, first, uh, for a few more examples, uh, in your estimation, should the Equality Act go into place, what can faiths and religious institutions, uh, what, what, what could they potentially face? Well, I mean, very controversial, very emotional, uh, you know, elements of, of our society that we're, we're kind of working our way through right now. Everything from transgendered uh, participating sports to the privacy of bathrooms to shutting down uh, faith-based institutions that support adoption or foster care. Uh, and, and by the way, that's such a great example of this, this bill actually making things worse. How is it in the public interest? How is it in the interest of society to say that if you're a faith-based institution, you can't help place troubled children into foster care, or you can't help place an infant that, that's looking for a home that just wants adoptive parents? Yeah, we're not going to allow you to do that. It doesn't help society. It clearly sets society back. It would be a threat to religious schools. Uh, and ultimately, I believe it's going to be a threat to the tax-exempt status of religious organizations. I mean, this isn't a slippery slope, Lee. This is a cliff. Mm. You walk off that cliff, it's going to hurt when you hit the bottom. And that's what we're facing if the Equality Act is actually signed into law. Mm. Uh, now, moving over to, to your piece of legislation that you are reintroducing this year, in its same form from prior years, if my understanding is correct, the Fairness for All Act. Uh, talk to me about support for your legislation. Who's standing behind you? 
Well, uh, we have, I've never quite been involved in such an intensive effort to bring a bipartisan coalition together, uh, and it's been very difficult. Um, and part of it is is because there's so much pressure on my Democratic friends to support the Equality Act. Now, some of them support both, honestly, uh, but their party has but just, I mean, talk about twisting arms. They have, they have twisted arms to the point of breaking, saying you will not support fairness for all because they feel like it diminishes the, the momentum for Equality Act, and they're giving them an either-or choice. You can't do both. Mm. So we're a, little, uh, we're a little frustrated that it's taken so long and come so slowly. Now, we've got a lot of Republican support, and we've got a number of Democrats who privately support us. And if the legislation were to come to the floor, they would vote for it. Uh, but they're in a position now where they can't publicly say much about it because they just have so much pressure brought to them, not only from their party and their party leadership, but from some of the other organizations around the country. So there's a lot of support, although not all of it is as visible as it may seem, because, um, because again, there's so much pressure brought to bear on some of these, of these uh, people. Is is potentially negotiating with, uh, say, folks in the Senate right now and involving uh, elements of the Fairness for All Act that do ensure their religious liberties, as you see that, uh, into the Equality Act? Is that is that something being considered? Could could the good elements yeah, it, uh, of your bill uh, be used to uh, you know amend and change the Equality Act and then find uh, you know some kind of uh, you know compromise or path forward? Yeah, well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we're hoping for at this point. Um, the Equality Act, just to be very clear, it's not neutral towards religious liberty. It's absolutely hostile to religious liberty. Now, some people will claim that's not true, but it just simply is. And the legislation, the language is very clear on that. So uh, now it goes to the Senate. We don't believe that there's a 60-vote threshold in the Senate to pass this. Uh, and we hope that that opens the door to say, well, look, here, here's a compromised piece of legislation already. Look, we don't need to do amendments to the Equality Act. Here is the amendment to the Equality Act. Let's just have a vote on fairness for all. And we think we'd get a majority in both chambers if, that, if the Democratic leadership would allow it to come to the floor. So the opportunity is still there, and we knew that, uh, that you know, it was unlikely that we'd find uh, the votes we needed in the House. But then if it stalls, if the Equality Act stalls in the Senate, that allows us then to, you know, look at fairness for all as a substitute. And that's that's where we're all, we are right now, and that's what we're hoping for. Sure. And uh, and we're talking about it. And this uh, gives us, uh, you know, a window into what is possible uh, in terms of a remedy for the shortcomings uh, or hostilities, if you phrase it that way, of the Equality Act. Uh, Congressman Stewart, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for uh, your insight on this and sharing uh, with the audience here what you're up to. Uh, well, appreciate it. It's always an honor to be with you, sir. And the honor's mine. Uh, thanks a lot. We're going to, uh, in just a few minutes here, take a break, but let me tee up the, the next segment. And, and first off, let me also invite you to, uh, as I stated before, we, we got on the line with Congressman Stewart. Right now uh, on Deseret.com, great article written up by Kelsey Dallas, who was our guest earlier. The House has passed the Equality Act, but religious freedom concerns remain. Uh, all of what Congressman Stewart was just explaining and what Kelsey Dallas explained to us before is all in this article here. And uh, a pretty good read, uh, and it shares with the reader uh, the two sides of this, where there are perceived shortcomings in the Equality Act, and towards the end there brings up uh, where the Fairness for All Act, the legislation which has just moments ago been reintroduced by Chris Stewart, uh, makes up the difference. Uh, anyway, quick break. When we return, we're going to be talking about former President Donald Trump, specifically 
the possibility of him creating a new political party. There is some polling out right now that might surprise you. How many folks are actually willing and eager to join President Trump in the formation of a new party? That's next on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.